don't be all like uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and here's my tagline. Why be accountable when you can just call everything bull? And that's from Miss Heather Gay, Julia. Oh. Fitting. Yes. We're also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I've been known to go overboard, but today your snacks and shoes are overboard. That was that was great. I was gonna make my other one with something about like I may be a vegetable platter from Walmart, but and then I couldn't, couldn't think of a second also, half. Also, that, that, that was from Costco. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, it is just Juliet and I today. No Alex again this week. Hopefully, we get him next week, but we will see. Um, speaking of veggie trays, should we just start with Salt Lake City? Yes. Okay, Julia, we had the most insane episode of Salt Lake City, and I want to remind you, we're on day one of this trip. I know, I feel like we've been here for at least five days. It's insane. The champagne dump, the boat ride, the Hawaii dinner with police officers, question mark, all is the same day. This is exhausting. And let's not forget, these women took a morning flight this morning. No, thank you. Absolutely not. And as Whitney Rose pointed out, they didn't eat anything, really. They've just had champagne and shots. Which really explains a lot. This show is so big, we kind of don't have a chance to get into the smaller things. Like Meredith saying that she wouldn't be around Whitney quote-unquote, lecturing them because she felt it was hypocritical. I don't have room in my brain for that because what was happening at the front of the ship was Jen throwing shoes and vegetable trays over. So I feel like, I don't know, maybe Salt Lake City will be, I think it's going to be equally as crazy, just different without Jen. It, it is pretty wild. Angie K, I've heard, though, isn't invited back. So what? Go on. What, how do you know I've this? I've heard a rumor that she's suing Bravo because she didn't make full-time housewife and so they didn't reimburse her for any of her expenses. And if we know one thing about Angie K, it's that she expects to be reimbursed without having to ask. She just wants you to offer. So anyway, Bravo did yes. not offer and should now be suing them. Um, also, something about Angie K that I've learned is that she likes the number 15. Her yeah. shoes were $1,500. The party, Coach Shaw's party, and a horse are $15,000. I'm starting to notice a trend. Are you calling bullshit on this 15, Julia? I'm feeling like, yeah, she just decided that 15 sounded good. My guess is she'd charge Bravo. I'm sure a one and a five was in there. Um, I have some Heather thoughts and I have some Jen thoughts. Let's get Ooh, the Jen out of the Heather way. I have Heather and Jen thoughts. You start and I'll add. Okay, I'm going to start with the stupid things that I noticed. Number one, we finally get off the boat. Which was honestly so crazy, I have nothing to say. But we get off the boat. I think Jen was totally blacked out the entire time. We're driving in the Sprinter van back. All the ladies are getting out. And they tell the driver, we're going to let her sleep this off in the van. I'm like, okay, so we're going to go to like a winery or we're going. They were at the house. They let her sleep in the car in the parking lot for three hours at the house. Also, my guess is that driver couldn't leave until Jen left the van. So we have this beautiful woman held hostage there in front of Angie Kay's friend's house. Awful. 
100%. Um, thought number two, Jin brought a glam squad on this trip. Yes, with all the disposable <laughs> income she has. Number three, uh, yes, she brought a glam squad, but I really did like her aloha outfit, as she called it. Oh my gosh, so stunning. I, it might be like one of my favorite housewives looks at all the time and I hate it. Um, and the fact that her hair had to be brought in after she left dinner was truly epic. I think Meredith had to bring the hair in. (laughs) Jen is a monster, but I think she kind of gets to yell at Angie H. This is a Dana. Like, Dana saying that you were bullying Angie H. Angie H literally cyberbullied Jen. I feel like that's a move. I wouldn't have included her on my list of Jen being a monster. Jen had already done enough things in the last two hours to cover that. She didn't need to bring Angie H into it. And then the last thing, Lisa Barlow, our sweet baby, our baby gorgeous, says, Jen, you came after me. And Jen says, when? I genuinely think Jen has no memory of attacking Lisa Barlow physically on the boat. There's no way she remembers. So that concludes my Jen portion. (laughs) Okay, so to add on to this, and then I'll bring us into Heather. One, I feel like with the Angies and the Danas, we are watching women audition to become Mm -hmm. housewives so when things seem kind of unmotivated or unnatural or like they're trying too hard it's because they are and at first it was annoying me and now I'm kind of enjoying it especially because I don't think any of them get the role it's kind of fun (laughs) to watch American Idol it's great even if they win it's not doing anything they're not gonna get famous from it they're a bit pitchy there are no Kelly Clarksons in this crowd Julia no Okay, another thing to bring us from Jen to Heather. I'm going to take us back on this yacht. Jen might be a monster, but Heather knows how to use her. Because Mm -hmm. before things started flying off this yacht, Heather suggested that Jen throw purses off. And then was like, oh no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But she planted the seed to start throwing things off the boat. And Heather is a smart cookie. She knows exactly what she's doing. And she knows that Jen just needs, like, a gentle suggestion. And now, Julia. So during the scene that you're referring to, it starts with Jen, I think Dana, maybe? Or somebody. And Heather going to one side of the ship. And it starts with Jen being like, I can't believe that they're mad at me for throwing champagne on Angie K." And what is Heather's response? Yeah, I can't believe Lisa didn't back you up in that. (laughs) And then Jen goes, Lisa? And then goes after Lisa. You're so right. She like plants these little seeds for Jen to pick up. And Jen is already hammered. And to back up your throwing is being suggested and implanted in her brain. Jen is already kind of like blacks out when she's mad. I think she's blackout drunk at this point anyway. So it's like double blackout. When she throws the vegetable tray, she leans back, sees the vegetable tray, scooches it to her with one finger, loses it, leans back and scooches her two more times. This is like a four movement effort to get it to her so she doesn't have to lay all the way back to get it from behind her, picks it up, fiddles it in her hand to get a good thing, and then chucks it off. That is not like a I'm so mad punch a wall. That was like a, let me just scooch this on over here and then (laughs) throws it in 
Another amazing Heatherism, Julia. I'm sorry. I have to keep keep my Heather moving the blame. It's killing me. Heather tells Angie H. This is off screen, but Heather quotes herself and tells them, you can't apologize to Jen because you can't apologize for something that you did that was so horrible. Nobody will forgive you. We already know what happened. <laughs> It's on TV. And that's what it doesn't make sense either that they consulted their legal team and they didn't want to be associated with her. You made the account called Shaw Exposed. What are you talking about? Are you enjoying Salt Lake City, Elizabeth? I really am. And this episode gave me hope that this show will be just as big of a clusterfuck without Jen. So I think if we have an Angie K character i've now decided i would like angie k and dana as a package deal i think Mm -hmm. they like weirdly balance each other out and i love that we're calling heather out because heather is oh no i don't think that she's liking what she's seeing online how are you how are you feeling about heather right now because like the cute the cute heather gay from season one i think is gone I think the cute Heather Gay is gone, but I think we need this Heather because I think she's keeping it going because Whitney isn't pulling her usual weight. She's kind of a lost. She tuckered herself out episode one. She truly did. And I think she might be kind of anti-Heather right now because Heather's Mm -hmm. kind of taken over the Whitney role. That's very true. And we do know that at BravoCon that they got in a huge screaming match. So I really don't think... That we need Jen. And I mean, we're about to never see Jen again. So we don't know who else we didn't need, Julia. Hmm. Mary Cosby. You think this trip would have been any crazier with her? No. No. If anything, she would have been the sane one. (laughs) I think so, too. I was just about to say, I feel like she really would have bogged down her momentum. Also, if you miss Mary, just please go onto her Instagram because she has a Instagram post with her giving us the Christmas tour of her home. Her holding her phone, showing off her Christmas decor. And that's kind of all I needed. <laughs> Silent night. So you mean it's Mary night. walking around her house pressing with record? With her iPhone. It was just truly a gift. That's just all the, I need from her. The clop clops of Mary. <laughs> yes. Hilarious. All right, you know what's losing steam and I kind of need to end? Winter House. We ready to move over? Yes. I'm happy that next week is the last episode of Winter House. I was thinking it may have been this week because White Lotus was seven episodes and we're on the seventh episode of Winter House. And I was like, seven's a great Feels number. Right. But no, it turns out that Winter House has one more week is losing steam i'm ready for jess to get off my screen and never to see her again what jess said to rachel about i'll get the guy first but then your brains will steal them away was so rude and so awful and she wonders why girls don't like her (laughs) it's like because you're mean well it's because i'm so pretty and like you're obviously not as pretty as me so Mm -hmm. like just don't say those things out loud. Those are inside thoughts. Exactly. Especially to a woman of color. Like, in Jess's defense, I yeah. think she would have been a bitch to anyone. Inside thoughts, Jess. Inside thoughts. See, I, I wrote this down before that happened in my defense. I want to see Jess on Southern House. She's crazy. 
I don't think we'll ever see her. Well, Corey certainly won't be seeing her again. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Okay, I really have two thoughts about Winter House. Number one, Alex and I were liking Austin at the beginning of the season. We were like, oh, my gosh, Austin, who is he? I think he was trying to be on his best behavior after his appearance on Summer House. Um, but he's still Austin. So all of his Austinism is just coming out in this mm-hmm. like condensed package because we got so much terrible Austin. He basically admitted, oh yeah, there was no dick touching. I totally lied. Yes. I thought. Totally. I completely agree. And also Austin saying, oh, if Sierra brought someone to the house, I'd be cool with it. Lindsay brought her boyfriend and you made up the dick touching rumor. So don't you dare, Mr. Vance. I think no. we owe it to Sierra Bravo. By we, I mean Bravo owes it to Sierra to keep Austin out of Sierra's franchises. Give Sierra a summer and a winter, a full calendar year without bringing Austin there. She went to Charleston though, Julia. Yeah, but she didn't even get on camera. I know. I still want to know why. Well, I'm ready for Winterhouse to wrap up. I don't know if I need to see Lindsay and Carl ever again. I think we do see them. I think we're getting summer house drama with them. So we'll have to see. We say this now, but I do love me some Lindsay. Lindsay is quite unhinged. Oh, I do know. Little rumor on the street, Julia, is that Danielle and Jen- Lindsay are no longer friends. Oh, I heard that Danielle and Chef... Boy, R.D. are broken up. I also heard that. Maybe it's going to be a bad season. Danielle had a rough season last year. Maybe maybe Danielle's like trying to pull a Robin. They both get accused for being boring. Maybe they're both trying. And boy, is Robin trying. If, can we use that as a transition for Potomac, Julia? We can. But can I end with one justism? And that is that yes, she didn't even absolutely. want Corey to leave the room to go get water. Because she knew if he left the room, he wouldn't come back. She is not playing this well. Anyway. No. And I think everybody, like, maybe when you've had a little too much to drink, or you're feeling bad about yourself, or you know your relationship's about to end, everybody has had a little piece of Jess in their brain before. But But we're on day six (laughs) of them knowing each other. This is inside thoughts. The little Jess that lurks in your brain. Don't listen to her. She can't be trusted. (laughs) All right. Potomac. Potomac. Can we talk real quick about the parallels between Potomac and Salt Lake City? Because we had fire, sexy fire. Salt Lake City had their fire and then they had sexy time where Potomac was just sexy fire. I've never seen anyone turned on by fire as much as Miss Karen Heger. (laughs) Was turned on by fire. And then we also got on boats. Oh, yeah. Both had boats. One boat you did or didn't have to pedal. The pedaling was definitely an option. But I don't know it if it was. It wasn't connected to anything. They were pedals. <laughs> yes. You know, like Disneyland, when you're in a ride, there's little buttons everywhere. Like, you're not doing anything. Oh, like it's the canoe. Like, it's like, what? do you think me really row, row, rowing my canoe is really pushing that boat forward? No. We're on a track. Also, Mia. Shady, shady, shady. Some women get to ride Lamborghinis and the other women have to go on a pedal boat. Paddle board. A paddle boat. And 
eat Safeway sandwiches? That was hilarious. Mia is so unhinged. Um, She is going to backtrack this at the reunion so hard. I can already feel mm-hmm. it coming. Because she is, like, playing mob boss with Wendy. And you know she's going to be like, I didn't do that. And Andy's going to look at her like, are you crazy? I did feel so sad that Wendy was just held up in her little sad hotel room. That Mm -hmm. I did start to shift my allegiance off of Mia and Robin and Giselle. Also, I loved the after club wish we had actual cameras and not just ashley's camera but when they went out to the club after their dinner so fun everyone was there except giselle and it was fun and everyone was friends yes everyone was there except giselle and it was so much fun and it wasn't until we were back in the car driving towards giselle that Candace and Robin yes. had their confrontation. So, I mean, we need her clearly, but I just wish we could see them having more fun because this was the least fun anyone's ever had in Miami. This trip was horrible. I feel so bad for Wendy. I'm glad that you came around. By the way, so we recorded last episode. I'm like, oh gosh, it's going to sound like Julie and I are fighting about this. Julie edits, sends it to me. I put some final touches on it. I upload it. I listen to it back. We are very chipper. There was, I in my head, we got like a full debate fighting about it. No, we were like, you're like, I don't know. I think I'm on their side. And I was like, Julia, that's crazy. Moving on. I, was like, <laughs> was like I did huge... cut a little bit of back and forth. It just got too Okay, nasty. okay. I, was I like, want people to think we like each other. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just such a hilarious, like your version of events. And then you listen and you're like... Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm glad that you're coming around. And I'm glad that Wendy, see, Wendy is now taking accountability. Okay, hang on. Hold the phone. See, now I'm arguing with myself. Don't cut any of this. Elizabeth versus Elizabeth yeah, is going do down. do you like yourself, Elizabeth? Yes. Hang on. Hold the phone. So, Wendy comes in and apologizes. And I, that's, what else is she supposed to do, Mia? Mia's like, who was she talking to? Like, Mia, you clearly you, weren't ready. To, you, She girl. wasn't ready to receive it, so therefore she's not hearing the apology. <laughs> and then she goes on and brags about how she and G do sex stuff with everybody. But that's what she was mad at Wendy. She was talking about an ex-boyfriend. She gifted she her was? ex-boyfriend. Yes, she gifted her ex-boyfriend. I had to rewind to this friend. Okay, are you seeing, though, why Wendy wouldn't pick on those subtle nuances either? Like, she right. talk- this is not the first time she said it. She's made jokes about G. G did that gross tongue thing at Karen. Like, that's not, you know what I mean? It's not like you're saying that about Ray. This is the, what they tried to put out there. And then she's even like, oh, me and Jacqueline have never done anything. And then later on, recants that. Mm-hmm. So, like, Mia's, Mia's too big of a liar to remember what she's talking about. I'm happy that Wendy apologized so we can move forward. I don't like Wendy. I don't think she brings a lot. But I don't like her. I don't like it when housewives dictate who in, who can and cannot film. Exactly, especially because, like, Bravo should really be in charge. They're all cast members. 
And Wendy's sitting there with all these outfits and nowhere to wear them to. It's truly the most tragic thing you can ever think about. Also, Julia, I want to point out, Mia is mad because Wendy said something bad about her husband. Sharice is on this trip. And Karen Mm -hmm. doesn't like her because she said something bad. So it's like, Mia, come on, man. These women, if they didn't talk about each other's husbands, what would we have? Nothing. That is all the drama are these men. And, like, I find a few of them attractive, but honestly, like, some of them aren't worth the fuss. No. And the weirdest thing is that the worst one, Ashley's, isn't even here. So we're trying to make the new villain. (laughs) Like, he doesn't have anything Michael Dobby had. We're going through white guys with bald heads. Julia, we're running out. So we've gone two for two. Did you see Ashley and Luke and how cute they are together? They are and they're still Christmas. together. Is Ashley going to be on Summer House? Holy shit. Like not this year's Summer House. She might be on this year's Winter House. She has sons. Our girls over at the Dame Sue Dish podcast say it is PR. They think it is not real. But I'm going to pretend that they're wrong. Luke makes people feel uncomfortable and <laughs> Ashley can handle uncomfortable men. She likes uncomfortable men. Love the dames. Respectfully disagree. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, Julia, you made some um, correlations between Potomac and Salt Lake City this week. Yes. I-, I am making one between Potomac and Winter House. We didn't oh. even talk about it. There is a scene where Kyle's upstairs getting something out of his eye and Jess walks into his bedroom to talk to him about something. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about her going into the bedroom? Because the second that happened, I was like, what the fuck is she doing? I would be pissed if I were Amanda and walked in and Jess was there. So yeah, I guess I do think it was inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I was like, oh, weird. Um, I don't like it like... We were also raised, I wish we had Alex here as a non-hewer raised person, (laughs) but Julia and I were raised in a house where, like, your bedroom's your bedroom. Like, we don't go into our parents' bedroom. Mm -hmm. Like, when you, when we are staying in a house together on vacation, like, we don't go into each other's bedrooms. Oh, yeah. I don't crawl in the middle of them anymore. I've outgrown that. (laughs) Yeah. You're no Sierra. (laughs) Yeah. Because Sierra's always in Paige and Craig's bed. But I just thought it was so weird to walk into. She didn't do a knock and stand in the doorway. Okay. She just walked into his bedroom. I don't know. And I she just knew like, Amanda wasn't there. Or else she wouldn't have gone in. I have had this situation happen to me with the same person. We are the same gender. So it's not like a Chris Giselle thing. But this person, when I'm on vacation with them, walks into my bedroom just mm-hmm. opens the door so now i've started locking it and they jiggle the handle to come in oh my no. gosh it's just like i just think it's like a weird thing and also back to potomac super fast bringing it back i asked pat my fiance i tried to describe it in a so you're a husband on the real housewives of potomac and i'm like okay no i gotta make this a little bit better mm-hmm. basically painted the picture of giselle and um chris and the said would you and ever chris scenario post reunion scenario yeah and he, i asked would you go into her dressing room with her or her hotel room we kind of don't really know we think they might be one of the same and he's like no i would do it 
in public for everybody to see just because that's what you do. Like, you don't go into other people's rooms like that without yeah. anybody else there. And But he would want that conversation in front of other people because he's like, well, I wouldn't want it to get skewed. And if I'm on a reality show... So Pat understood the optics better than Chris, who's actually on the yeah. show. Yeah, and like, is Giselle shady for waiting until they're filming? Which I think was just like a month after they filmed their reunion. But she did wait yeah, for the filming to start. That's a little shady. But like, I think that... You know, her feelings are valid, and yes. I think that she felt uncomfortable, and my point was, being being Chris, Pat's like, no, I wouldn't do that, and I don't think Jess should have done it either. I just, but even if it was just Amanda in the room, if Jess just walked into Amanda's bedroom, that's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't think that you can walk into people's private spaces. Yeah, so, I mean, one mulligan for Chris, one mulligan for Jess, I guess is the conclusion to that. Thank you for listening to me rant. (laughs) <laughs> any other thoughts on potomac um just that candace putting together an instagram live to where she completely just disses her and co-workers <laughs> when she knows she's about to be on a group trip with them was bold and i love that when she's going through and saying who she was actually speaking about she was like karen but definitely not you and karen like receives it like oh okay it's like you did not specify who peddles their little businesses around more than karen huger we had to watch her go to surrey county (laughs) sunny beautiful surrey county the ambassador julia yeah we had to go to the four-person parade we did. So, I mean, Candace, that was just bold. You all do it. I get that you're mad that people are going against your husband. But also, she was extremely fake. She brought up the Ray Karen drama to Ashley. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And she's smart enough to know she's lying in this moment. And she knows she's going to get caught. It anyway, was a film. They're going to see it in the reunion. But like I said, if there weren't any husbands, what would we have to talk about? So thank goodness. Very thank true, you for Julia. your service, the real husbands of Potomac. Well, let's go over to a show where there are no husbands. Southern hospitality. Yes. Okay, so I'm having issues with Southern hospitality, and this is my issue. Julia, we're on episode two. <laughs> the only fun ones so far, Grace Lily. And Mikal. They're the yes. only people who are showing up to have fun. TJ, I thought was going to be fun, but he hates Grace Lily, making him unfun. Yes, Elizabeth. Can I point out something about your two fun people, Grace Lily and Mikal? Neither of them work at Leva's Restaurant. <laughs> Nailed it. So the only way to be successful in Southern Hospitality is if you don't work for Leva. Got it. I don't know if this is what the show meant to be about, (laughs) but it's certainly the show we're watching. It really is. Um, What my favorite thing about this show is our number one villain is a guy who drives a pedicab. Uh, And everyone takes it so seriously. He's a Satan on a bicycle with a little thing attached. Um. Grace Lily drives me nuts in a way that you have to have these people on Vanderpump and Southern Hospitality. You have to have these people. But Grace Lily drives me bonkers. But I'm not a fan of her getting slut-shamed for her Instagram pictures. Let her put her booty hole out there. What you can shame her for is they're walking through an amusement park and she goes, Woo! Awkwardly climbs up onto a table and like 
sad twerks. That you can make fun of her for because it was sad. <laughs> but not the booty hole pics. Yes. Do we think so? We're about to lose Winter House. Are we officially stuck with uh, with Southern Hospitality? Well, I feel like you and I have to hold down the fort until Alex shows up and tells us whether or not okay. he's willing to watch this. But yeah, I'll keep watching it. I'm kind of curious where it goes. And we are not watching Bravo's new quote-unquote social experiment, which I refuse to watch anything that labels itself as that. The, what is it, Love Without Borders? Nope. Yeah, We're no. not doing that. So we're not even no. entertaining that. No, thank you. No, and we're not even doing Miami because they didn't make it no. onto Bravo. They're still on Peacock. Um, but we are getting some, I think we're getting Jersey and Summer House starting in February. So we're just going to have a little lull for oh. just a tiny chunk. I think it's time for awards. Okay. Julia, we have given out this award before. The Kenya Worst Host Award, named after Kenya from Real Housewives of Atlanta, who was just a terrible host, goes to Mia, who has somehow managed to exceed that by also barely providing food and just creating a total hostile environment. True. Like, she might as well be eating a shrimp po' boy by herself without ordering any of the ladies one, because she made those women piddle paddle on the high seas. Rude. (laughs) Very rude. All right, Jules, what's your award? My award is Liar, Liar, Pants, and Fire Award. And this award goes to Heather Gay, who said this about Angie H. She's just pure fun without any of the drama. I would say the opposite. She's just pure drama without any of the fun. Liar, Liar, Pants, on Fire, indeed. (laughs) Angie's are supposed to be fun, Julia. Angie H, not fun. Not fun. Angie K, not fun. She's yeah, 15 not fun. times not fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Julia, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> okay, we both do Alex's part. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.